Are you someone who goes to a guided meditation to help you feel good? Do you jump into a gratitude practice? Pray to God or whoever? Do you find yourself maybe distracting yourself with nature, food, thoughts that feel more positive or something else that feels good? Maybe you're labeling your negative emotion and then moving your attention to something else. Maybe you're someone who instantly looks for the positives away from the negatives. But what if that's causing more harm than good in certain situations? Now you might be thinking, huh? Now I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with any of those approaches. I've talked about them on the podcast and they can be great coping mechanisms when it comes to dealing with challenging thoughts, feelings and emotions. But you have to say what I'm about to bring to the table in context because the reason it might be making life worse for yourself is that you could be using positivity in a toxic way to mask what is really going on. Welcome to the Mindset Change Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Shepard, also your coach, mentor, and teacher. And today we are talking about toxic positivity. And if you've not yet subscribed to this podcast, please do, because you really don't want to miss out on the amazing, if I do say so myself, amazing content that could change your life for the better in 2024. So toxic positivity. Now, from my own experience, I used to use positivity to mask and avoid how I felt in relationships and in certain situations going on around me. But these things needed my attention, but I was avoiding them by throwing myself into gratitude, meditation, focusing instantly on the benefits of something I was going through rather than dealing with the core issue. Now, I know that some of you will be able to relate to that because what was happening was I had a terrible habit of connecting with emotionally unavailable people because of my childhood. It was something that I was familiar with and it was making me feel quite low. I wasn't quite recognizing that I was doing that, by the way, but there was something wrong, something missing inside. And instead of dealing with it, I just jumped into positivity and masked the whole thing with a persona where I looked like everything was okay. And people used to tell me, you're so positive, you're always smiling, always making other people feel good, which in itself fed my ego. It was wonderful to be seen that way, validated that way. And I was put on a pedestal, which of course, I began to fear falling off. So despite the smiles, despite how I presented myself, there was a sadness within me. There was also an anger. As the reality was this, there were physical and emotional needs simply not being met within me. And my ego didn't want to face that truth. It just wanted me to feel good. In a way, it also thrived off of the conflict created by me not dealing with my core issues. And I dug a hole for myself. I was rarely honest with how I felt. Others could be honest with me. That was wonderful. I encouraged that. But I worried I would cause a problem if I was perceived as someone who was struggling. And the reason for that was I had this deep-rooted belief that I wasn't good enough. 
and therefore at risk of rejection if I wasn't someone that was fun to be around. And how familiar does that sound to you? Are you putting on a positive front, a mask, in case you are rejected by the people around you? And what's the emotional cost to you? What's it done to your life so far? Now, have you heard of the term spiritual bypassing? There's a wonderful book on this by Robert Augustus Masters called Spiritual Bypassing, which dives into this beautifully and deeply. I'd really recommend it for anyone who might suspect that they're hiding behind their spiritual ego, their personas, practices like meditation, energy healing, gratitude practices, to avoid dealing with difficult emotions and situations. So spiritual bypassing is another form of toxic positivity. Something quite controversial here, but it's been rare for me to meet someone who calls themselves and identifies as spiritual that's actually happy. They seem to be grappling with elements of spiritual bypassing where they've created this spiritual ego, this persona, and now they have to live out their life, well, they believe they have to live out their life as this identity. And the true cost is what's left ignored deep inside. Now, there's no shame in this. There's no shame in anything I'm bringing up today. Don't have a go at yourself. That's just another ego trap if you can relate to anything that I'm saying. Because it's incredibly common and normal in a world where your ego has been conditioned to avoid inner challenges, issues, untruths. And it loves to create conflict as a big distraction away with dealing with the issues which, once sorted, can be life-changing. But it takes work. Hands up, I did this for decades and was totally, totally unaware it was even happening. I couldn't put a finger on why I felt like something was missing. I couldn't work out why there was this sadness and anger within me. I was too busy distracting myself and trying to be positive. And I've been talking recently, uh, I hope you've listened to some of these episodes and maybe you've seen some of the posts I've done on social media, where I've been talking about our addiction to thinking. And I could see in some of the posts where people might mask how they really feel, what's really going on, by simply labeling their thoughts as irrelevant, which is a great thing to begin to do because let's be honest, most of them actually are. But one thing to consider is that your challenging thoughts, emotions and feelings are reminders to focus on the truth, the truth of who you are, and what untrue beliefs are holding you back from being free in life. And if you keep avoiding them by labeling everything irrelevant and rushing to positivity, which is so toxic, then the cost, the true cost, is that you're denying yourself the opportunity to grow, to jump in consciousness like you've never have done before, to thrive and live more a life that's true to you. We often get the biggest jumps in consciousness, in wisdom, from the experience of a crisis, something going wrong for us, which requires us to reach deep within and discover resources that we would never have found 
if we had just jumped to positivity and tried to mask the whole lot, tried to paper over the cracks. I hope this resonates with you. It's a very powerful subject and it's one worth listening to and reflecting on. Though your ego may have other ideas and just try to feel good all the time because that's what it's been conditioned to do. So what can you do then? What can you do to turn this around? You've got to hold what I say loosely. You've got to hold it in context of what you're being drawn to, what you're experiencing. So it's not necessary to sit with and explore every negative thought and feeling. We have around 70,000 thoughts a day, and apparently uh, over 80% are classed as negative. So it'd be a full-time job just to sit there with every thought and feeling. But there are themes. There are themes that will begin to make themselves known to you. You know what they are, probably. So my themes focused on rejection due to being bullied and other experiences from my past. And I would have many daydreams where I did something wrong and then I would fantasize that I'll be rejected for it. And this is the victim mindset in action, beautifully reminding me that there's something that needs upgrading within myself. And the victim mindset, if you recognize it in you, will draw you into situations which can make you feel like a victim. It can make you feel like you are on edge, waiting for bad things to happen, which ultimately can become a self-fulfilling prophecy because the ego loves to prove any belief you hold is reality. And another theme that I kept holding on to, but I masked with things like the law of attraction and positive thinking and gratitude was my scarcity mindset. That belief that I am not enough, won't have enough, can't do enough. And this showed up as struggles with money, time, clients, relationships, health. And I would do vision boards of everything I wanted, all material stuff, never really focusing on creating uh, and attracting the resources within, developing myself internally, intrinsically. I focused on the white house by the beach with the car and um, the money coming in and being able to travel around the world, believing that would make me happy. But that was just a scarcity mindset at play, using the law of attraction toxically to mask how I felt. No wonder so many people who are spiritual and practice things like the law of attraction are quite poor in so many different ways because they're focusing on what they don't have continually. Brings to mind the backwards law by philosopher Alan Watts, where the more you chase something, the less likely you are to experience it. And yet, when I sit with someone and do some work with them on this, they soon begin to realize how abundant they are in nature, in that moment. They can feel the gratitude. They can feel the peace. They can feel the freedom, the stillness. And they soon begin to realize that they don't attract what they want in life. They attract who they are, what they are. And that is a very powerful mindset shift. But if you're chasing positivity, you're never really going to get to experience the truth of who you are because everything is outside of yourself. You're caught up in the idea that if you make your outside life, material life positive, then you'll feel good on the inside. And yeah, you might get a brief sense of relief, but the reality is this. 
that void that you feel inside will not be filled by anything you buy. It will only be dealt with if you do the work with gentle inquiry and help to find out what that void is all about. But sadly, most people won't because their ego will keep the chase going. It promises you there's a magical thought, a magical solution, a magical experience, something that you could buy that will solve how you feel inside. And therefore, it keeps the conflict going. So what I did, and I do this with my clients, is we have to stop masking these any longer. Focus on the value of looking for the truth. And I did that with coaching, therapy, journaling. I sat with my thoughts and I explored them in meditation. Not a guided meditation, just sat with what was going on with me and with gentle inquiry looked for the truth. And I can do the same with my clients or encourage them to do the same too. Now, eventually, from this type of work, I changed the core belief from not feeling good enough to the truth, which I always knew logically, but I needed to believe it. I needed to feel it. And that epiphany, that mindset shift, was also reinforced, of course, by making better decisions in life, to reinforce, of course, I'm good enough. Same as you, you're more than good enough, no matter what your mind tries to tell you. My focus still, by the way, is exploring and uncovering anything that's holding me back with the value of making sure that I'm being as honest and as truthful as possible. If there are any limiting beliefs still within me, I will notice through the themes in my thoughts, in my behaviors, in my feelings. So think about it. What do you think your themes are? Have you made a list? Could you make a list? And then begin to do the work slowly and gently on uncovering the truth. Remember to get help if needed, but no longer use positivity to mask what's really going on with you. I know that positivity feels good. It can feel addictive, but the truth is important to get to. Your truth is important to get to. Focus on the themes. If you do notice your mind wandering off to all sorts of nonsense, which it will do, then just with a gentle breath and awareness, label these thoughts as irrelevant and move your attention back to the only moment that ever matters, and that is the here and now. So in short, most of your thoughts are going to be irrelevant, but your ego will do its best to pull you into their drama. Remember, labeling as irrelevant will help you. Do the work Strip away the layers of deception holding you back and become liberated. Set yourself free. Thank you for listening to this episode with me. Please share it with anyone you think needs to hear about toxic positivity. And if you're the type of person who loves to show some generosity, then please do leave me a review in Spotify, Apple Reviews, or whatever app you will use as what we give out, we get back. And it helps the podcast surf the algorithm into more people's lives. I'll catch up with you in the next episode. Have a peaceful, present and wonderful day. <laughs>